Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, November 8th, Election Day. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Maya Sargent. And here are today's headlines. Americans all over the country are getting out to vote today in the midterm election. Nationwide, these results will decide if President Biden will keep his Democratic control of Congress. And on a state level, New Yorkers are voting for governor, choosing between incumbent Kathy Hochul and Congressman Lee Zeldin. They are also electing lieutenant governor, comptroller and attorney general. Polls close at 8 p.m. in Connecticut and New Jersey and at 9 p.m. in New York. Celebrate your visit to the polls today by claiming some food freebies from businesses throughout the city. One of the many reasons to go out and get your I Voted sticker today. The family of Zahid Vasul and the Legal Defense Fund are demanding that gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin take down an anti-crime campaign featuring Vasul. The 34-year-old suffered from bipolar disorder and was shot and killed by NYPD officers in 2018 after brandishing a metal pipe the officers mistook for a firearm. According to the family and community organizer Victor Dempsey, the ad falsely portrays Vasul as an attacker in his final moments. Black communities are not pawns. We're not going to continue to allow the trauma that black and brown communities endure to be paraded around for personal gain. While the campaign advertisement hasn't run on television in about a month, it's still accessible online and via social media as of Election Day today. Ten Ukrainian artists have been chosen to display their art at an upcoming pop-up show in New York City. All of the artists have been displaced because of the ongoing Russian-Ukrainian war. And one artist is even a current active soldier in the conflict. The show is called Sonia and is a reference to the Ukrainian word for sunflower. The name Sonia is fitting because all proceeds from the pop-up will go to the artists and a New York-based nonprofit called Sunflower Network. Sunflower Network helps Ukrainians affected by the conflict. Sunflower Network has already provided $1 million to Ukraine. The art show will run through December 2nd. Big news for Avengers fans everywhere. That's right, Isabel. Chris Evans has officially been named the sexiest man alive by People magazine. Evans is best known for his role as Captain America in the Avengers franchise. So why choose Chris Evans? Well, he's more than just a pretty face. He's super approachable on red carpets and in interviews, is reported to be one of the nicest people to work with. Evan posts fun pictures of his dog. He always seems to be living his best life and taking us all along for the ride. Ugh, Mr. Rogers, I almost forgot that that suit did nothing for your ass. No one asked you to look, Tony. It's ridiculous. I think you look great, Cap. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. Past holders of the title include Adam Levine, John Legend, David Beckham, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now let's head on over to the world of sports with WFUV's Taylor Massetta. Thanks, Maya. Looks like the Brooklyn Nets want to make a difference in New York City's community following weeks of controversy. The Nets announced a $6 million plan to support at least a dozen non-white business startups in New York City. Black business owners run just 3.5% of New York City businesses, and the Nets hope to change these figures. If chosen, each startup will receive $500,000 to get their business off the ground. Applications open on December 5th, and the Nets plan to notify selected startups in early March. 
This comes after a controversial time for the Nets, who recently suspended star point guard Kyrie Irving for sharing an anti-Semitic film on his Twitter. After failing to properly apologize for his actions, the Nets suspended Irving for at least five games. He won't return to the court unless he fulfills six requirements, which include donating to anti-hate foundations, completing sensitivity and anti-Semitism training, and meeting with Jewish leaders. So far, they're struggling to get through to Irving, who reportedly ignored Nets owner Joe Sy's texts asking him to apologize. I heard some good basketball return to the Bronx last night. That's right, Isabel. Back here at home, the Fordham Rams made quite a splash at their season openers. Women's basketball scooped up their first win of the season in commanding fashion, taking down the Yale Bulldogs 80-67. to The Rams led from the first quarter and never looked back, and it's the first win for interim head coach Candace Green. Fordham stays home this week to take on the St. Peter's Peacocks Thursday night at 7. The men's team also pulled off a win, taking down the Dartmouth Big Green 88-74. Grad student Darius Quinzenberry led the team in scoring with 20 points, helping the Rams overcome a 10-point deficit early in the first quarter. Grad transfer Callan Moore also made quite the impression for his first game as a Ram, scoring 18 points with a game-high 7 rebounds. And big day for coach Keith Ergo, who starts his head coaching career with a win. The Rams head down south to take on number 10 Arkansas on Friday. With WFEV Sports, I'm Taylor Massetta. Thanks, Taylor. Returning to election news, as New Yorkers head to the polls, in addition to voting for elected officials, they will be asked to vote on four policy proposals. The first proposal will pertain to the New York City's government values. This proposes that the preamble to the New York City Charter reaffirms the city's commitment to inclusion and continuing to right past wrongs. The second will create a new office focusing on racial equity to advocate for marginalized communities in the city. The third measure will refine the true cost of living metric. It would accurately reflect the cost of living in New York City in order to measure poverty and create eligibility requirements for government assistance. And lastly, today, New Yorkers will have the chance to vote yes or no on an environmental protection ballot measure. If this proposal passes, over $4 billion will be funneled into clean air and water initiatives, improving infrastructure, and helping communities impacted by climate change. WFUV Shana Walsh sat down with organizers and elected officials to discuss how this measure will impact New Yorkers. Today, New Yorkers are voting on a ballot measure that could help mitigate climate change. The Clean Water, Clean Air, and Green Jobs Bond Act is designed to fund projects like land conservation, improving air and water quality, and improving infrastructure. If the ballot measure is passed, $4.2 billion will be dedicated to these initiatives. The bill was originally proposed by former Governor Andrew Cuomo in 2020. Even though the bill was approved by state legislature, it was pulled because of the pandemic. Now, with a bigger budget and support from Governor Kathy Hochul, it's finally up for a vote. So it's now the Clean Water, Clean Air, Green Jobs Bond Act, which is wonderful because it really... Um, it's named for the things that it does. That was Jessica Otney Mahar, the New York Director of Policy and Strategy for the Nature Conservancy. It includes programs to protect our clean drinking water and our water quality in our bays and our harbors. It includes programs to reduce air pollution. And it includes provisions that will make sure that the nearly 100,000 good-paying jobs this Bond Act is going to create are good for New Yorkers.
The Nature Conservancy is just one of over 300 organizations involved in the Vote Yes for Clean Water and Jobs Coalition, which is working to spread information on Proposition 1. The Natural Resources Defense Council is also a part of that group. Senior attorney Kimberly Ong hopes it's an easy decision for people going to the polls. I mean, I think of the Bond Act as just a no-brainer investment in our future. And this investment is going to help create over 84,000 jobs. And the money is going to be spent on common sense measures to protect our air, our water, and our communities. So where's the money going to go? Well, $1.5 billion will go to air and water reduction projects as well as green energy. $1.1 billion will go to flood reduction and shoreline protection. $650 million will go to land conservation. Another $650 million will go to infrastructure. And $200 million will go to state parks. Ong from the NRDC says one of the primary goals of the bill is to help people. You know, folks who are earning lower incomes and people of color are the most vulnerable to the worst of um, environmental harms. When we think of any kind of uh, climate change effects, uh, exposure to air pollutants, to water pollution, uh, drinking water, drinking water contamination, uh, these communities are the, by far, in a way, the most injured. And so it makes sense to us that at least 35%, but hopefully 40% of these funds will be used to benefit these disadvantaged communities. A minimum of $200 million will go directly to programs in these communities. Residents of New York neighborhoods like the South Bronx, Harlem, and Bedford-Stuyvesant face greater health risks associated to air pollution and climate change. These communities are primarily communities of color. They are black and brown, they are immigrant, they are working families um, who live there who are experiencing the you know higher rates of asthma, higher rates of respiratory issues because of their air literally is not clean. That was Councilwoman Jennifer Gutierrez, the representative for District 34. She represents the Williamsburg, Bushwick, and Ridgewood communities. And it's not like they can just take a getaway to the Hamptons over the weekend to get away from That's not a reality for us, right? We live, work, eat, worship in these communities. And so for us, it really is um, yeah, a, a difference of life and death for us to fight for cleaner air. The council member hopes to see the benefits of the Bond Act coming to her community soon. We want to keep people here, right? We don't want to make New York City the place that everyone leaves because we weren't prepared uh, for climate change, because we didn't take resiliency seriously enough. Today, New Yorkers have the chance to vote yes or no on the Clean Water, Clean Air and Green Jobs Bond Act. Polls are open until 9 p.m. Don't forget to flip over your ballots. That was WFUV's Shayna Walsh talking about the Clean Water, Clean Air and Green Jobs Bond Act on the ballot today. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Isabel Danzis. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.